your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, everyone. I am your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is once again brought to you guys by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. And use promo code LOCKED ON to get 20% off your order at builtbar.com. And you can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. You can find the show on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast. And if you so wish, you can find myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And before we get into everything, guys, I do want to wish our Jewish listeners a very happy Hanukkah. And in today's episode, guys, we will be discussing the potential proposed division realignment and how that looks and how it can obviously affect the Hurricanes. Um, The ECHL restarted play this past weekend, and part two of the NHL's top 50 players is tonight at 6 p.m., so we'll be recapping uh, picks number 50 through 41. So guys, heading on into the big stuff right now is, of course, that proposed realignment for the NHL. Um, It's been making the uh, rounds on the rumor circuit or whatever uh, for quite some time now. Um, there's been a few um, potential ways that it could end up looking, um, but right now there is starting to become this one realignment that's uh, really gaining traction and what may end up happening. Now, of course, the one constant through all of these rumors has been the Canadian division, um, which, of course, makes a lot of sense, you know, um, with uh, the travel restrictions due to COVID right now, um, because like we mentioned the other day on a previous episode, you know, moving one team to the States, like the Toronto Raptors, that's one thing, but moving six teams, that's a bit different. So, of course, that Canadian division would include Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, and Vancouver. Really nothing crazy there. Um, but when we where we really start to see different stuff is when you get into the uh, American teams. And so the Eastern Division, I believe uh, they're calling the Atlantic Division. I don't, forget what they're calling it. Um, but that's looking like it'll consist of Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, New York Islanders, and New York Rangers, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Um, So basically, it's kind of like the uh, Metro division, uh, but minus a couple teams. Um, But big team being us, the Hurricanes, um, who are proposed to be in the Central division. Um, So you obviously would have us, of course, along with Chicago, Columbus, Detroit, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and Tampa Bay. Um, So that's an interesting looking division for the Hurricanes. Um, And then last, you have the Western Division, which would consist of Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, Los Angeles, San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. 
Um, uh, I have also seen potential, you know, St. Louis, you know, getting swapped out, you know, into the central. I forget with who, um, there's been, you know, a little back and forth on that. Um, but right now it's looking like they'd be in the Western division, which kind of makes the most sense. Um, but yeah, it's definitely some interesting, uh, divisions for sure. Um, but you know, we'll obviously focus on the hurricanes division here. Um, and it, Definitely would be an easier division, uh, that's for sure, compared to how the Metro is, um, because the Hurricanes wouldn't have to worry about teams like Boston, Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, um, and New York. So it would definitely be an easier path um, to the top of the division with the Hurricanes and you know, subsequently uh, to the playoffs, um, which the Hurricanes you know, can obviously make the playoffs regardless of you know, the division they're in, but... It'd definitely be an easier path. Really looking at that division, um, their stiffest competition would definitely be the Lightning. Um, obviously, defending Cup, sta- defending Stanley Cup champion. So you know you can't take them lightly. Um, so they would, you know, kind of be battling for first and second place there. Um, you know, if the Panthers could get their stuff together, I could see them. Um, being you know towards the top of that division same with columbus you know they've obviously had some changes um you know not a lot of people expected a lot of them last season um but you know they were able to kind of prove everyone wrong and you know still you know make it to the playoffs and be competitive um nashville maybe um they did have a pretty disappointing season last year um but you know they are starting to get a little older um so it'll be interesting to see how that goes there um they could be something could not be uh they're kind of on the fence with me chicago definitely not expecting anything from them um same with detroit and minnesota as well um so really i think that division would be pretty darn easy for the hurricanes um they'd definitely be one of the top two teams, two, three teams in that division for sure. Um, but, you know, quick thoughts on the rest of the division as well. Um, the Canadian division, um, yeah, kind of is what it is there. Um, I definitely feel that that division would be really interesting come playoff time um, when they would have to play other teams. Um, so that that would be interesting in the long run, but you know, short term, I see um, probably either Edmonton, Calgary, or Vancouver, you know, really coming out on top there. Um, you know, all those you know have made some interesting moves this off season. You know, Calgary is looking like you know the new Vancouver Canucks, kind of how the uh, Lightning kind of signed a whole bunch of Rangers players. You know, kind of same thing just up there in Canada now. Edmonton, of course, you know they got some of the best players in hockey, you know, but they're not a very deep team. Winnipeg, they kind of are what they are. Um, Toronto, I mean, they'd be good in the regular season, but, you know, we've talked about that in the past. You know, when it comes playoff time, they, they're they not built for the playoffs. Um, so that'll be interesting. They made some moves this offseason. Montreal, I do think, could be dangerous. Um, they could be a dark horse for that division. And Ottawa... They've made a lot of moves this offseason. I feel they will be 
better than they were last year, but I definitely don't see them winning that division. Um, that's for sure. Um, as far as the other Eastern Conference division, I obviously don't know how they break this down yet conference-wise. Um, but uh, with the other, the Metro 2.0, I guess you would say, um, considering it consists of a lot of Metro teams, um, I do feel uh, as far as top dog there, it'd be Boston or Washington um, for sure. Um, Pittsburgh, you know, they're starting to fall off some, um, show their age. Um, you know, especially, you know, we discussed it playoff time last year, you know, from the last time they won the Stanley Cup in, I believe, 2017 it was. Um, they've exited the playoffs one round sooner each year. Um, I think age and wear and tear is just catching up to them, and, you know, they made. You know, some goalie choices, you know, this offseason. I mean, we'll see how that stuff goes as well. Um, Philly, you know, they could be another one of those teams. You know, I hope, you know, it wasn't, you know, just a one-off for them. You know, they've struggled for years. You know, I want them to be good, you know, because they did get entertaining to watch. Um, but, you know, they tend to be a little bit inconsistent. Um, so they'll be interesting. The Rangers, I feel they may take a small step forward um this year um with moves they've made especially uh with their number one overall draft pick of course um but they'll be interesting i don't see them winning that division um but i think they could be competitive um islanders uh we'll see um they obviously you know made it to the uh eastern conference finals but they do have cap issues they need to sort out so i could see them making some changes here soon um, with some trades to really get Barzell re-signed, you know, sooner rather than later. Um, New Jersey, eh, really don't expect much out of them. And Buffalo, they could definitely be interesting this year, that's for sure. Um, they made a lot of moves. You know, obviously, I already had Jack Eichel. Um, you know, Jeff Skinner's there. You know, he can be good, but he's been pretty disappointing in his tenure there so far. Um, but, you know, then they go out and sign Taylor Hall. Uh, no one really expected that. Um, so that'll be interesting. They also traded for Eric Stahl, so you got a little ring in between him and Skinner. Um, maybe that can help Skinner out. We'll see. I kind of, I don't expect it to, but we'll see. But I expect Buffalo to definitely improve this year as well. They were one game out of the playoffs, um, and they definitely made some moves to make Jack Eichel happy and try to keep him. As far as the Western uh, division goes, um, I definitely feel Colorado is still probably the team to beat out there. Um, Anaheim, eh, I mean, I like the Ducks, but I really don't see them doing much here. Arizona, I do see taking a step back this year, um, you know, especially with everything that happened this offseason with them. Colorado, like I said, you know, I still think they're the team to beat um, out there. Dallas. Yeah, they're really, really good. Um, they made it to Stanley Cup final, um, but they, the thing last year with them was they always seemed to just be good enough, um, and then they just got hot at the right time, and I don't realistically see them replicating that success this year. Not saying they can't. Again, they are a good team. Um, they have a lot of talent, um, but realistically, I don't see that happening. L.A., um, 
they were on a really big hot streak, you know, at the end of the season last year, you know, before everything got cut off. Um, but I don't see them being competitive in the division just yet, but I do see them improving over last year. Um, that's for sure. Same with San Jose. Um, I see, I, well, uh, honestly, you know, now I'm thinking about, you know, I just remember their goaltending situation. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think they're either going to be good or they're going to be absolute trash. Um, um, I'm kind of leaning more towards the latter of them just not being, not being the San Jose we saw, you know, just a couple years ago, um, and being a perennial playoff team. Um, I hope they prove me wrong. Um, but realistically, with that goaltending situation, I mean, I've been critical of the Hurricanes goaltending situation but good lord uh the sharks one is rough that's for sure um moving on to st louis you know of course they're gonna still be good i mean they did lose uh petrangelo this offseason which is definitely going to hurt them um i feel um but i do still see them being a good team a, a playoff team um I do think, you know, their goaltending needs to step it up, especially Jordan Bennington. You know, he had this outstanding run to win the Stanley Cup, but then last year, you know, he took a major step backwards. Um, but I still see them being pretty good this year. And honestly, you know, the number two team, potentially number one team, you know, out of that division is Vegas. You know, they may, they're going all in. I mean, they got arguably the best goaltending tandem in the league with Flurry and Leonard. Um, they went out and signed Alex Petrangelo to a nice long-term deal, so he's going to be there for a while, and all the other talent they had, um, so it's definitely going to be interesting, um, to see how they do. I do expect good things from them this year. Um, I do expect them to probably make the Western Conference Final again. Um, I think it would be them in Colorado, um, but... That would definitely be a seven-game series because, good Lord, those teams are good. Um, uh, though I did see a rumor that they're maybe shopping Max Pacioretty around. Um, I haven't looked into that stuff too much, um, but that would be interesting, that's for sure. Um, but let me know your guys' thoughts you know, on this uh, realignment and what you guys are thinking on that. Um, but right now, guys, um, you know, I want to tell you guys about the greatest, the best, uh, fitness protein bar on the face of the planet and that is of course built bar and built bar is of course you know the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar um, they have 18 amazing flavors including nut and non-nut flavors um, with six new ones including caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisp bars are course covered in 100% chocolate and soft and easy to chew um, so you don't have to worry about breaking a tooth on the bar like you do some other ones and built bars are of course extremely healthy they're great for the health conscious individual they're great to help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in an absolutely delicious treat bars are low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber and they're also great for keto diets because everyone is doing one of those right now um, and also right now when you go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on you'll get 20 percent off your next order when you use 
promo code locked on. That's all caps, no spaces. L O C K E D O N for 20% off at builtbar.com. So go get yourself something nice, guys. And on a future episode of Locked on Hurricanes, later on in the week, um, Ice Pack All Access um, just wrapped up their semester. Um, so later on in the week, we'll be going through the entire uh, semester season of that. So look forward to that later on in the week, guys. And right now, uh, we have professional hockey back, guys. Um, yeah, it's not the NHL or the AHL. AHL canceled their season, uh, but the ECHL returned this weekend, guys, um, with a whole slew of games. Obviously, it's a bit of an altered season um, because there are some teams that aren't playing, um, but this, but we have some teams playing. Um, this weekend, uh, everything started back on Friday. Um, you had Greenville uh, taking on the South Carolina Stingrays. We, of course, love the Swamp Rabbits here. You know, former uh, ECHL affiliate of the Hurricanes. Uh, but they won in overtime, you know, against the South Carolina Stingrays. 3-2. to two. Uh, Also on Friday, you had the Kansas City Mavericks, home of former Locked on Hurricanes guest Malcolm Hayes, uh, uh, drop their uh, season opener to the Indy Fuel 4-3 to three in a shootout. Uh, Friday, you also had another former uh, Hurricanes ECHL affiliate, Florida Everblades, um, absolutely trash the Jacksonville Icemen 6-1. to one. And Friday, you also had the Tulsa Oilers um, lose 3-2 to two to the Wichita Thunder. And for the final game on Friday, you had the Utah Grizzlies lose to the Rapid City Rush 6-4. to four. Um, And starting on Saturday, um, you had the Swamp Rabbits drop uh, the game to the Jacksonville Ice- Icemen 4-3. Uh, Saturday, you had the F- Battle of Florida as the Everblades took down the Solar Bears. Absolutely beautiful logo on the Solar Bears. Bears part though. Um, they beat the Solar Bears four to two. The Fuel beat the Welling Nailers three to two. Then you had the Tulsa Oilers um, take down the Allen Americans four to three. And then uh, finally on Saturday, you had the Utah Grizzlies take down the Rapid City Rush three to two. So great to have some professional hockey back to talk to you guys about. That's for sure. And, of course, we also have a whole slew of games coming up this weekend as well, but we'll talk about those once it gets closer um, to time for those, um, that's for sure. But, again, great to have professional hockey back. Um, and before we know it, NHL will hopefully be back as well. Uh, we discussed it on a previous episode, but tentative start date, I believe, is looking to be January 13th. Um, so that'll be super, super fun as well. And big thing going on tonight is the NHL Network is continuing their top 50 players in the league tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, they kicked that off um, the other day by doing you know numbers 50 through 41, which we will get to right now, actually. Um, now, starting off the list at number 50, you had Johnny Gaudreau at, from the Calgary Flames. 
Number 49, you had Zach Rinsky from the Columbus Blue Jackets. 48, you had Max Pacioretty, who we just talked about, uh, of the Vegas Golden Knights. For now, um, we'll see um, how that goes. Number 47, another person yeah, potentially on the trade block, uh, Patrick Laine of the Winnipeg Jets. 46, you have Quinn Hughes of the Vancouver Canucks. Number five, or 45, excuse me, you had Mira Heiskanen of the Dallas Stars. 44, you had Charlie McAvoy of the Boston Bruins. 43, we have Chris Letang of the Pittsburgh Penguins. 42, you got someone looking to get paid, Matthew Barzell of the uh, New York Islanders. Cheyenne's over there giving a fist bump because she does like Matthew Barzell. Um, And 41, you have Sean Cortier of the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, And, of course, tonight we'll have uh, numbers 40 through 31. Um, I do expect, you know, to maybe see a couple Hurricanes players in there, uh, you know, maybe or maybe not. Maybe they'll be ranked even higher. Um, I do believe, you know, last year you had some guys like Sebastian Ajo, Andre Sveshikov, Dougie Hamilton uh, in the rankings up there. You know, I definitely expect, you know, those guys to be taking some steps up into the more upper tier of uh, the top 50 list that's for sure especially Dougie I definitely see him you know making a big jump as well as Jacob Slavin almost forgot about him um but we'll of course be talking about those on tomorrow's episode guys so make sure you guys are watching that tonight if you do get the NHL network of course um if not you can always follow along on social media for that as well um so that does it for today's episode guys so now go check out Locked on NHL. Don't miss another big hockey story when you start your week off with Locked on NHL. Every Monday, Locked on Kings host Sarah Avampado interviews local experts covering the biggest stories in hockey. Get reactions to blockbuster trades, deep dives on the teams destined to be at the top of the standings, and analysis of your ho- of hockey's hottest stars. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts, guys, which of course is probably the same place you're listening to this one. So on next episode, we of course, like I said, we'll be discussing numbers 40 through 31 on the NHL's top 50 list, as well as as doing that ice pack all access semester recap guys so that does it for today's episode go follow the show on twitter at lo underscore hurricanes like us on facebook at locked on hurricanes podcast and if you so wish go give my own personal twitter a follow at jared ellis underscore 96 and i will talk to you guys later peace